Hi, I'm Gary Ryan from Organisations That Matter, and I'm here to talk with you about fact-based conversations. Fact-based conversations are not all that they appear. You see, many people will select data and facts as they see them that fit with their assumptions about how the world works. So we have to ask ourselves, what is it that drives our assumptions which leads us to select the facts or data that we select from which we then make decisions and act upon as it relates to that data? Our mental models are what drive our assumptions and our mental models are effectively our theories about how the world works and they drive what we see and what we don't see. For example, in Australia... New drivers, called probationary drivers, wear a signal on their car called a P plate. It's P for probationary. If someone had a strong mental model that all P platers were terrible drivers, their video camera would select all of the data while they were driving that reinforced this view. And in fact, if we were able to download their video camera, which would be both from their eyesight, what they hear, as well as their thoughts we would see all of the sorts of driving behaviours of P-platers that are bad, such as tailgating, changing lanes without indicating, talking on their phone while they're driving, etc., etc. Once people have a strong mental model, it virtually becomes impossible for them, if they're not aware of that mental model, to select data that doesn't fit with it. So imagine one day a person with a mental model that all P-platers are terrible drivers experienced a P-plater doing something that was good driving. Well, quite literally, they either wouldn't see it or would interpret it as something different. They might even delete the P-plate from the person's car to fit with their mental models. Mental models, in other words, are extremely powerful with the way they drive our assumptions and affect our assumptions and then impact the way that we select data. Now, the issue with mental models isn't about whether they're right or wrong. It's whether they are useful that matters. And that's the really important issue that we need to be aware of. When we want to have fact-based conversations, what are our mental models and are they in fact useful? So for example, what if someone in the workplace had a mental model that all managers, because they earn the big dollars, should have all the answers? And imagine one day if they went to a manager and asked them a question to which the manager said, hey look, I don't know the answer to that, let's go look for it. If you've got a strong mental model that managers should have all the answers to your questions, Your mental model is now being challenged by their behaviour in that they said, I don't know. And in this case, many people would jump to the conclusion that the manager is in fact incompetent because their behaviour hasn't fitted with your theory or mental model about how managers should behave. Imagine one day this same person becomes a manager themselves and one of their staff now asks them a question to which they don't know the answer. But they've still got this strong mental model that all managers because they're earning the big dollars, should in fact have the answers. Now they're in a dilemma. They know they don't have the answer, but that's challenging their mental model of a competent manager and they would like to see themselves as being competent. So quite likely this person will protect their identity and tell a lie to protect themselves or avoid the question. Either way, the last thing they're going to do is to admit they don't know the answer to a question when that doesn't fit their mental model. In this case, such a mental model probably isn't very useful. 
So where do our mental models come from? Well, they reflect our beliefs, our theories about how the world works. They direct what we see. In other words, they direct our camera, if you like. We seek evidence to reinforce our mental models. They direct what we do and don't do from a behavioral perspective. And again, it's not about them being wrong. It's their usefulness that matters. And one thing that is for sure, mental models can be very powerful when they are shared. And with respect to fact-based conversations, it's really important that we understand the role that our mental models play. We know that mental models are present when we hear people say their theories out loud. For example, when someone says, I can't do public speaking, they're effectively telling you a theory which is driven by their mental model that they can't do public speaking. But that theory may have in fact never been tested. And if they want their career to progress, most importantly, such a mental model probably isn't very useful. When someone says something like, Everyone knows, blah, blah, blah. And you actually ask them questions and find out, well, it's not everyone, it's themselves and one other person. That's actually the facts. Then you know that they're sharing a mental model about a theory that they've got about everyone supposedly knowing whatever this thing is. When people say you should or people in that role should or people in that department over there should, they're expressing mental models, if you like, theories again about what those people or departments or people working in those departments should or shouldn't be doing. Again, it's not whether the rental model is right or wrong, it's about whether it's useful that matters. When someone says they know what someone else thinks, again, that's a theory. How can you really know what someone is thinking? In fact, there's been quite a lot of experiments done where people have been video recorded in a meeting and their words are therefore clear for everyone to see because they've been recorded and the people individually go away and they write down to the best of their memory what they were thinking when they were saying what they were saying. And in many cases, what they were thinking is nowhere near the same as what they were actually saying in a meeting. For example, they may have been asked if they all agree in going a certain direction and on the video they may have said yes but in their minds they might have said no I don't believe in this strategy I'm not going to do it of course their behavior will be more aligned to their no I'm not going to do it than the yes that they actually said in the meeting so for fact-based conversations we need to again be aware of our mental models because they drive our assumptions which get us to focus on which facts we select from which we then make our conclusions which then leads us to taking our actions. And of course, our conclusions will reinforce the beliefs that we've already got in selecting the various data that we select so we have a reinforcing cycle. It's really important that we also become aware of when we are making assumptions about what we believe someone else's intentions are or what we think someone else is thinking. Now, there's nothing wrong with thinking about what you think someone else is thinking. You've just got to realize that that's just an assumption. It's not a fact. But when we say things like those people in that department are trying to make our life hard or life difficult... We really have to understand that that's just an assumption. And even though we may be selecting some data to support that assumption, the reality is it's very unlikely that people are actually getting out of bed deliberately trying to make our life hard, even though there may be some data from our perspective that reflects that. The issue is, is as we start to believe those sorts of things, that will reinforce to us that someone actually is doing something deliberately to us. The facts are... We actually don't know what someone else is thinking. We don't know what someone else's intentions are. So for a fact-based conversation, we have to recognize 
We don't know. We don't know what someone else's intentions are. When they behave the way that they behave, yes, we interpret it, but our interpretations are just assumptions. They're not facts, and we need to test the facts. You see, often when we make assumptions about someone's intentions and we make conclusions from that, that will then reinforce our actions as being accurate. And if we're taking actions based on our thoughts or assumptions about someone else's intentions, you can see quite clearly as we're spelling this out, that can lead to some very poor actions and decisions. And of course, when we're assuming we know what someone else's intentions are and we've made conclusions about it, we'll then reinforce the facts that we're selecting to support our pre-existing views, which are driven by our mental models. And it becomes a negative reinforcing cycle. So how do we manage this situation? What we need to do is, as much as possible, stick to the facts and understand the facts. At the same time, we need to recognise that we won't always, in this fast-paced world especially, have access to all of the facts. So most of the time, we will be making decisions and assumptions based on limited data. But we need to be aware of what are our theories or our mental models that are driving our selection of the data that we select. If we are making some assumptions about other people's intentions based on our experience of their behaviour, that's okay. We just have to recognise that their assumptions, they're not facts. And where they're assumptions, we're more likely to be open to be proven wrong, as well as being more likely to be open to seeing other fresh data come into the picture, which might show their intentions to be something different than what we may have initially thought that they would be. So with fact-based conversations, we need to enhance our questioning skills, and you'll need to see one of our other programs regarding how to improve your questioning skills to help you to stick to what are the facts and what are the mental models predominantly for yourself that you recognize are driving the data that you're selecting and therefore impacting on the conclusions you're making and the actions, which includes decisions that you take based on the data that you're seeing. I'm Gary Ryan from Organizations That Matter. Please feel free to contact me to work with yourself and or your team and or your organisation to help improve your high performance. Once again, I'm Gary Ryan. Please join me at the OTM Academy at otmacademy.com and I look forward to working with you next time. <laughs>